Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. If you've been following along, then you know that the Israelites made it to the edge of their promised land. God led them through the desert and took care of them by giving them food to eat and water to drink until they made it to Canaan, their new homeland. But to their surprise, when they sent in 12 spies to explore the land, they found that there were giants and enemies living in the land. Oh, how the Israelites cried out and fell to their knees. Oh God, how could you do this to us? How could you bring us to a land filled with our enemies? What will we ever do now? But there were two men, two men only, who believed that God would defeat their enemies and give them the land. Do you remember the names of the two men? If you said Joshua and Caleb, then you are correct. Joshua and Caleb tried to tell the people not to worry, that the Lord would go before them and fight their enemies. But the people refused to listen. Have you ever been nervous or anxious about something you had to face? Maybe you felt at times as though you have had giants to face that seem impossible. Well, the Lord was asking the Israelites to have faith in Him. It was a sad day when the Lord said to Moses, I have forgiven the Israelites. Nevertheless, as surely as I live and as surely as the glory of the Lord fills the whole earth, not one of the men who saw my glory and the miraculous signs I performed in Egypt and in the desert, but who disobeyed me and tested me ten times, not one of them will ever see the land I promised to their forefathers. No one who has treated me with contempt will ever see it. But because my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly, I will bring him into the land he went to, and his descendants will inherit it. And so, because Caleb and Joshua had faith in the Lord, they would be allowed to enter the land. But the Israelites who complained and grumbled would not be allowed to enter. What would happen to them, you ask? Well, The Lord said to them, Because I heard you say you should have died in the desert, in this desert your bodies will fall. Every one of you, twenty years old or more, who was counted in the census and who has grumbled against me, not one of you will enter the land I swore with uplifted hand to make your home, except for Caleb and Joshua. As for your children, I will take them into enjoy the land you have rejected. When Moses told this to all the people, they cried out and mourned bitterly. Early the next morning, they tried to go up into the land on their own. They said, we have sinned. We are sorry. We'll go up. Let's go up to the place the Lord has promised. Okay, let's go. But Moses said, you will not succeed. You have already disobeyed. The Lord will not go with you. You will be defeated by your enemies. Don't try to go in now. Nevertheless, they went up toward the high hill country, even though Moses and the Ark of the Covenant did not go with them, and their enemies attacked them and beat them down all the way back to the desert. 
And so the Israelites turned around and headed away from the promised land and began their journey back into the desert. For 40 years, the Israelites would wander in the desert until the entire generation of Israelites who had complained were gone and their children had grown and were ready to go back. Can you imagine 40 years? 40 years is a long time to wander in the desert. It was never meant to be that way. God's plan was not for them to wander, but to enter the promised land. But because their hearts were wicked and disobedient, they were not allowed to enter. If only they had just trusted and believed in God's promises to them. And so in the first month after they turned back from the promised land, the whole community arrived at the desert of Zin and they stayed at Kadesh. Now there was no water for the community. And can you guess what the Israelites did when they realized there was no water? Yep, you guessed it. They grumbled and complained and gathered in opposition to Moses and Aaron. They quarreled with Moses and said, If only we had died when our brothers fell dead. Why did you bring the Lord's community into this desert that we and our livestock should die here where there is no water to drink? Moses and Aaron went from the assembly of the people to the entrance to the tent of meeting, and they fell face down before the Lord, and the glory of the Lord appeared to them. The Lord said to Moses, Take the staff, and you and your brother Aaron gather the assembly of people together. Speak to that rock before their eyes, and it will pour out its water. You will bring water out of the rock for the community, so they and their livestock can drink. Did you hear what the Lord asked Moses to do? He wanted Moses to speak to the rock. Have you ever talked to a rock? I don't know about you, but I've never talked to a rock and I've never heard a rock talk back to me. But nonetheless, God told Moses to speak to the rock. So Moses took the staff from the Lord's presence, just as he commanded him. He and Aaron gathered the assembly together in front of the rock, and Moses said to them, Listen, you rebels, must we bring you water out of this rock? Then Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with his staff. Wait, what did Moses just do? Did he just strike the rock with his staff? But didn't the Lord tell him to speak to the rock? After Moses struck the rock, water gushed out, and the community and their livestock had water to drink. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, because you did not trust me to speak to the rock, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. Oh no! Dear true seekers, Moses had a moment where he did not trust the Lord. Instead of doing what the Lord asked him to do, he struck the rock with his staff instead of speaking to it. Why is this such a big deal, you ask? Well, Moses was the leader of God's people. He was the one through whom God gave the Ten Commandments. Of all people, his responsibility was to obey the Lord's word. You see, Moses was angry with the people for their grumbling and complaining, 
and in his anger he disobeyed God and did not treat God's command as holy. Moses was the leader, and he was to be the example to the people of what it meant to trust and obey God. Because of Moses' moment of disobedience, he would not be allowed to enter the promised land after the 40 years of wandering were over. You might think that this is a very sad episode, that in just one episode we learned that neither the older generation of Israelites or Moses would be allowed to enter the promised land. Does this mean that God is a mean and cruel God? Does this mean that God did not love the people or Moses anymore? Oh no! God is a very loving and kind God. He is like a father. Remember, he took care of the people in the desert. He watched over them and gave them food to eat and water to drink. He is not cruel. He is good. But he requires our trust and our obedience. When the Israelites and Moses did not obey or trust God, there were consequences. God is a loving God, but he is also a fair God. God still was with them. He never left them. Even during the 40 years that they would wander in the desert, God remained faithful to be with them. He even promised them that their children would be able to enter the promised land. He still made a way for them to be able to go into the land. As their children grew up and became adults, the children would be the ones to enter. God, in his love and mercy, still made a way for the people to be able to enter the land. God would still use Moses to lead them and instruct them, even in their 40 years of wandering. God would never leave them or forsake them. So what truth can we learn from this story today, truth seekers? I think we learned an important lesson about faith and obedience. Sometimes God will ask us to do things that seem hard and maybe even impossible, like speaking to a rock to get water. But he never asks us to do something that he will not help us with. Instead of looking around you and seeing all the negative or bad things, try having faith and believing that God can do amazing things in your life. Instead of complaining or crying like the Israelites, try having hope that God will work everything for your good. He loves you. That is reason to rejoice and sing, not complain and grumble. Let's learn to have eyes of faith. Do you know what faith is? Faith is believing in something you cannot see. We have faith that God is real even though we can't see Him. We have faith that He hears our prayers even though we may not see the answers just yet. Can you repeat after me? I have faith. Can you say, I believe God is real and He is good? Great job, truth seekers. Keep holding on to your faith. Never let it go. Keep believing that God is for you and He loves you. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Numbers chapter 14 and 20. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode as we learn more about the Israelites' 40 years in the desert. What will they do for all those years? Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Father, we thank you that you are real. Even though we can't see you, we choose to have faith and believe that you are real. You are looking for people who have faith in you. You are looking for people who will obey you. We say, here I am, Lord. I will have faith. 
I will obey. Use me. Forgive us when we have been tempted to doubt you or lose our faith. Help our faith grow stronger and stronger every day. We love you. Amen. Thank you for joining me this week, Truth Seekers, and I look forward to our time together next week.